Okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, all right. I guess we'll just jump. Welcome to Neon Valley number two. The second. The second. Hello. That's right. Uh, I am Scourge. You can call me Tyler. I am Suku. You can call me Mitch and or Mitchell. <laughs> uh, I go both ways. Uh, I'm, we're going to start off this episode uh, just by going over some comments from the last episode. And by comments, I mean a singular comment from a gerbils. I uh, said, love the podcast episode. If y'all keep it going, I'll keep trying to come up with some head scratching questions. Thank you. So thank you. Uh, we appreciate the love. Uh, if you want to be shouted out in any of our episodes, be sure to comment in the Discord or on YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> We'd love to see the questions you guys have. Um, we're super excited to hear Excuse different me. ideas. And yeah, you know, we're here to listen. We're here to grow and probably, probably uh, just turn away all the knowledge that we learn along the way <laughs> and revert back to who we are as people. All right. Yeah, we're not meant to learn anything from this, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. Th- yeah this is a very kind of natural podcast we're not really going for anything super professional here so we're welcome to any and all questions any and all peoples except for the you know what i'm not gonna say it <laughs> demonetized <laughs> uh, the controversy um anyway um all right, so I think we had some questions from the Discord. Uh, Mitchell, did you want to read off a few for us? No, I don't. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. uh, yes. goodbye, everyone. No. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. No, uh, first one is from why username. Very philosophical. Hmm. Uh, where did your names come from? That's hmm. a good one. That's a good uh, one. Uh, let's start with uh, you. Okay, well, I believe my parents probably had a little bit oh like our our fake names okay no scourge legitimately real names kind of originally i went by scourge which is s you know s c o u r g e Mm -hmm. the scourge of the earth as it were but on youtube and soundcloud there was another dj yeah oh man you have no idea and uh (laughs) i think it even means to like whip something like to scourge something is to like whip something i don't know it's very it's very hardcore you know uh but also a white man whipping not a good look so i had to Wouldn't change that it. no I'm just gonna, no it. someone on youtube had the same name already that was like dj scourge you know so mm. i was already making a bunch of like brand stuff not 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 like legitimate merchandise or anything but i was already trying to do a lot of branding around that name so I was like, well, I need something kind of similar because I already have like a song or two that's getting some kind of traction on YouTube. So I just made... I remember YouTube videos with that spelling of your name. Yeah. No, there's still some with like the background image that you can't change, you know, because it's YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, But yeah, it'll say that. But I just changed the title of it to S-K-O-R-G-E. But <laughs> uh, no, I'll just be completely honest. I'm a fan of the Gears of War series and scourge was a name of one of their characters in that and it was really close to the name that i was using and i was like man the k does make it like a dope kind of thing and i know a lot of people associated with skrillex that was the biggest thing when i first was like releasing music people were like right. oh you just you just picked Similar a name sound. with the fucking first three letters or you know <laughs> it's not even first it's the only first two letters but you know what i mean it's like 
No, I just... I, they, it's actually even much more dumb and long-winded than that. That would be even simpler. I wish it was that simple. I wish I was just like, oh, yeah, what's a name that's close to Skrillex? Scourge? Got it. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but, Put yeah. in the letter. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah, I... Uh, and the rest is history. That's super funny. It's a pretty natural transition, I would say, to mine because mine, uh, the short answer, Suku, is based on Sukuyomi, which is Itachi's ability. He's my favorite character and probably just about anything at this point, like any form of medium uh, or any form or medium of art. But you should probably but, tell for people who don't know what he's from. What, 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 yeah. Right. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. I guess there are like, you know, the people that don't watch anime. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The normies out there. Like the me. normies. Like me. Uh, so for you normies uh, like me. Itachi is a a bad guy, we'll say. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave the interpretation up for you in the end. Ooh, you're making uh, some fucking bold statements. I'm just saying how he's introduced to the series, you know. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a spoiler kind of guy, you know. I'm uh-huh. not made out of milk, but uh, he has an ability. Uh, he's still from these from mean? the Naruto series. <laughs> I don't, I don't spoil things, you know. You know? Oh, gee, okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm sorry. Okay. A little head scratch there. Oh, yeah, you know what? But yeah, Itachi is from the Naruto series. He is Sasuke's older brother, and he murders his entire clan overnight uh for his purposes yeah. so the reason why i love this guy so much <laughs> you uh, to his him. ability sukiyomi it has the ability that when cast upon the person looking at so if you look him in the eyes he can make you experience whatever he wants for as long as you want so in his first fight with kakashi he makes him feel like i think for 72 hours it happens in like a second or two but it feels like 72 hours to Kakashi of being stabbed repeatedly um, second after second in those 72 hours, even though it was just a moment in time. And it ended up like knocking him out for weeks. And he's like one of the elite Jonin, if not the strongest Jonin in the village at the time. Uh, you're starting to say words that don't make sense to people. Right. Bringing it back to normie, <laughs> normie language, his ability can control the way you perceive time space and everything in that moment so i saw my music as a way where i want you to experience the the feeling that i have the emotion the message whatever that is i'm going to convey that through music so when you're listening to my music it's my ability to cast this on you and make you experience what i want to um for the duration of that song that is that is beautiful mitchell i am i I hate to do this because that was such a incredible soliloquy i just kind of i there's something weird i think with the audio once mm. with uh, i think i have <laughs> i think i might have your mic doubling up on oh, itself that somehow oh god no what did i just <laughs> let's cut back to right now okay yeah we should be good okay i think we're fixed sorry Mitchell. perfect fantastic uh, yes so yeah i'm sorry i i apologize <laughs> was <laughs> That, it did kind of cleanly wrap up there with the explanation, right? I believe. Yeah, no, I think that was perfect. Um, that was, you know, our our stories on where our names came from, and yeah. I f- I feel good that we provided an answer that the people are really going to enjoy. Oh, dude, they're going to eat that shit up. They're going to relive. That's going to be, you know, how on YouTube there's a little bar now, 
that shows you the most replayed part. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, seen, yeah. That's yeah. going to be right there. Oh, it's going to be um, the biggest part of the video. It's going to YouTube be like, Rewind. Yeah. It's it's literally just going to repeat that for the whole the whole video. Yeah. Oh, it's it's incredible. Uh, you're welcome. That's really all I have to say. You're welcome. All right. You are. What's the what's the next question? Let's get through. Uh, a couple all right. More. Next question from. Why your username? Oh, fresh new. What Exciting. is a topic or interest you have that fans or each other may not know about? Okay, I feel so like I'll try. Oh, so you go. Oh, I was gonna say I'll try to answer <laughs> one one of each. Uh, so one that the fans don't know about. I love golfing. Um, I'm I'm really big into going out yes. and golfing. Um, I was gonna say that's the easier one to answer a, a little bit, you know. Cause, yeah, because because one that each other doesn't know at this point, like I I just feel like if you're someone's best man in a wedding, it's really hard. Yeah. To have you know secrets. <clears throat> um, true, 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 true. Um, all right, you know, then we'll go back and forth, I guess. So yeah, for me, for yeah. like the fan answer one, I guess. I may have mentioned it before in live streams. I'm not too sure, but I don't know. For people listening to this, uh, I I like to dabble in video game design a little bit, uh, mostly just like 2D kind of uh, kind of Super Nintendo style games. Uh, just uh, it's yeah, just as like a hobby, just kind of dabbling in the coding of it all. And I feel like I do that thing where I I dip into it for a month and then learn a bunch of shit and then stop for about three months and then try to get back into it after that and then f- i've forgotten everything it's like it's like it's almost useless it's it's not important <laughs> uh, no that's the answer that that was that was beautiful yeah, oh dude so well said you need to people stop. can relate to it this half of this podcast should just be us like hyping each other up i think that would i think fans <laughs> would really like that i think they would really <laughs> They'd be like, man, the two so bros positive. episode. Yeah, they're so positive. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Do you have? Do you have one? Do you have one that you that you think that I don't know about? Because I don't know. That that's you tough. Don't man. know about. Yeah, that that like one. Like a hobby really or tough. an interest? I mean, that's. I would say a read. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as something that a you read? think I would do or not. But at the same time, it's also manga, so I feel like that oh, wouldn't be a shock you to you. Read. Oh, okay. I thought I was, I was I mean, thinking R E E D. I don't know why. Oh, read. I was like, what does that mean? I was like, what do you? You're like, there's no way he reads books. It's yeah, exactly. Be. That's so far away from my mind. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. So maybe that was a good one. But I've bought you a manga, so I kind of knew you. Yeah, I read it. It was yeah. demon. I'm actually looking at it. The second you said that, I, I have my mangas lined up by my desk, and that's yeah, so that, uh, that really one's count. on there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you provided to that. Yeah. No. That's 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 tough i don't really think i mean maybe i mean but i think you kind of know about my vhs collection thing like but it's not even really yeah. like a collection you just but it's just, i just i can i can play the the hook from what is it smoke on the water on the guitar i don't i don't what does that have to do with anything <laughs> I, if you didn't know about it i guess oh, that's the not. thing that i can do <laughs> You know what? There you go. I, I clearly, I was so confused. I didn't know. Boom! Wow, that's that's incredible, Mitch. Well, good job. Uh, you know, I practiced that one time at a guitar club after school. Oh yeah, that's and and then never figured anything else out past that. 
I can't. I was like, I'm going to go be famous doing this now. Bye. I can't think of anything because I'm always so obsessed with showing people my hobbies usually. And it's not, I'm not usually trying to like monetize it or like trying to, but I like being like, oh, I you made, a, I made art a thing. for others to enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I, I, again, like, I think you know about this, but I, and I haven't done it for a while, but I used to do like clay modeling and like, I used to like making like horror monsters. Like I would make like masks and like horror. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stuff. I do remember that. And I thought it was funny, especially with the clay monsters. Cause I'm like, I know like claymation, like creeps you out in a way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, that's the thing is I would never make them to like animate. You know, like I wasn't making that. But that in my mind, I'm like, it would be perfect. Like you have the Ugh. figures for them. Yeah, I hate animation. Always creeped me out. I don't know why. Well, no, just specifically claymation. It's like the stuttery. There's some of it that doesn't bother me, but uh, yeah, it's that weird spot. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next all right, question. Yes, next, let's do a gerbils. One or two mixing more. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Best cereal of all time. Mm. I I may be having wow. deja vu. I feel like Gerbils has asked us, us this on a live stream before. Or something. Because this sounds so familiar. But I'm going to answer it again anyway in, in earnest. Because here's the thing. is Me and you always say the same thing. Is that we usually have a different answer. But we always say that honey nut no not honey nut uh what the fuck is it called honey bunches of oats honey bunches of oats is one of the best cereals yeah it's so consistently good yeah uh but that's not my answer my answer is o's cereal it's uh it's i don't know if it's regional but it's hard to find out here and it's easier to find on the east coast so i don't i Mm. it's it's just o h apostrophe s o's and it's basically just like Cheerio circles, but they have, uh, I think, I don't know if it's cinnamon, but it's just like gram oats inside of them, like honey oats, honey. That's what it is. Like honey oats, um, okay. inside of the circles of this, you know, of each Cheerio, you know what I mean? So it's like a cluster. Is it kind of like a honey gram taste? Kind of. They're not as sweet. They're, they're a little, I'd okay. say they're probably on the healthier side. I don't know though, because they... I haven't had them in, the, in a little while, and I'm probably remembering overly fondly. They're probably like super sweet and coated in sugar and shit. But Injected with sugar directly to its cord. <laughs> but no, they're super good. That, that like that's one of my all time favorite cereals. If if I had to argue what the like the best cereal, not in my opinion, is, but of all time, is probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, CTC. Let's be honest. Okay, so. I love it, but I had one that I liked more than that, and it's the, um, I don't think it's their French Toast Crunch. Maybe it is theirs. The Churros Toast Crunch? No, 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 no. There's a French Toast Crunch. Oh, you're talking about, I thought you were trying to think of an, uh, a variation. And that oh, is just. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, that. Oh. So that's my current mm-hmm. favorite. As a kid, I would probably say Captain Crunch. Yeah, dude, I used and to probably love, mix berries, bro. I used to love peanut butter crunch, bro. Like I would fuck me up a box of peanut butter crunch. I'm I'm actually having memory. I haven't even thought about this in a while. 
like the dude, roof I'm of my mouth. Dude, I'm still vividly getting the taste of that right now because you said the peanut butter crunch. Yeah, the roof of my mouth is currently bleeding just from the memory <laughs> of shoveling these beautiful peanut butter crispy balls into my mouth. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Cereal was so dangerous. Oh man, god damn, that shit was good. But you got a toy. You did. You did. You got a toy. <laughs> Uh, so unsafe so unsafe let's just put yeah let's put small tiny fucking toys in boxes that children eat that's fine uh America yeah I think uh, uh, do you like how do you uh, I want to talk about cereal for a second here do you like seasonal cereals like how do you feel about like uh, like do you get any of the frankenberry or uh, count chocula or anything yeah so actually every year and i it's it's a tradition my dad started and me and my siblings both my younger sisters they love it um and it, it's just kind of a fun tradition where every year he gets me frankenberry tested count chocula and madison booberry um <laughs> and and then yeah we, we we have a box for the the holidays and that's how we know it's halloween season is that's awesome. Dad goes down to the store and and brings us back some boxes of, Box of blueberry spooky cereals. That's what now, like my head canon for your family is that <laughs> your parents specifically had three children just so they could do this because because while there are other cereals in that line, it has been boiled down to those three. So I think that that's it. Like that, that's because I actually have. I have a box. I'll see if it, maybe I'll take a picture of it and post it on the YouTube uh, version of uh, the podcast. But I have a box of cereal called Monster Mash. Uh, it, it came out two years ago, and it was all of the cereals of the 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 nope. spooky lines combined. Mm-mm. Disgusting. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. You judge. No. You judge. Is delicious. Oh, it's delicious psychopath oh it's so good because what is it frankenberry's the strawberry one right with the marshmallows yep and then you had booberry which is blueberry marshmallows mm-hmm. then you had count chocula chocolate delicious right? shocker three out of three nailing it already right and then uh yeah. man what were the other ones there's a, oh uh wait there's other ones yeah they were discontinued though uh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a werewolf one, fruity toot, fruity. What? Fruity, fruity boy. What was his name? Uh, I guess I could Google it. I'm literally on a computer. Um, <laughs> hold on. I sometimes get so nervous. I forget we can cut things out of this. You know what I mean? And I get like nervous on the spot. Like, oh man, if I don't think of this right now, I'm gonna fucking. Uh, let me look. Hold on. Uh, oh my god. There's a werewolf. Werewolf cereal. Fruit brute. Fruit, Artificial fruit, cherry fruit. flavored yes. sweet cereal. Yeah, good. Deserves to be canceled. Him and Count Chocula. Sick fucks. Hey, listen. First of all, I, I'm pretty sure Count Chocula is the only one that's made it year round. I don't even think he's he's the only one that doesn't even... He's not seasonal, right? Am I crazy? Uh, I guess we'll see. Seasonal. But cherry cereal? Joseph, There's not out. a single child on earth who asks for cherry cereal. I'm going to say it. Mummy. <laughs> Sorry. Mummy. 
like it took like two and a half seconds in my head for it just to figure it out I but it's really it. funny I'm to hear sorry. just mommy yummy mommy was the f was the fifth one uh i can't this picture is so fucking blurry i can't even I'm, make I'm out on, i'm on googly right now i'm looking i'm looking for it yummy, yummy mommy. mommy uh here we go yeah what what flavor is it? monster mallows it's orange orange cream flavored cereal like i almost see what you're going <sighs> but <laughs> so dejected mm. Uh, oh yeah, I found here. I found this cereal, and this is why I kept it, man. Look, this one's already selling for twenty dollars on eBay. That's what I'm talking about. No, there's a box oh, of this Monster, Monster Mash. Mash. Yeah, yeah, because it only came out for one year. It was like a fiftieth anniversary thing. Uh, I opened it though. I'm I'm mad at myself. I shouldn't have opened it, but I don't care. I'll do as I please. Here's the thing: you're gonna be the person who made a little bit of money off of it, or you're gonna be the person who actually got to try it and live like a fucking billionaire. Sure. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense, my dude. Uh, all right. Do you have one more question? I'm thinking we could probably do one more. Yeah. All right. Uh, gerbils. What was the last video game or show that made you emotional? Um, I'm assuming probably like movie too, right? Like I'm sure it's not just specifically video game and TV. Show. Legally speaking, I mean it he is only did say that. I, yeah, he didn't say that. No, I because I'm a bit of a. Oh, I think I hit the microphone. Uh, yeah, I'm a. I didn't hear anything. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> No, I am a, I am weirdly emotional when it comes to certain movies and like video games and TV shows. And I don't want to, uh, I'm, I'm tr like, I don't want to use like pseudo therapy and use someone else's experiences to go through my own, <laughs> but Rhett and Link of, 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 <laughs> really well no i'm sorry not Rhett and link but Rhett of Rhett and link fame uh, has talked about that he is the same way and i guess his therapist told him that it's because he usually pushes down other emotional things in his life so during movies he gives himself the excuse to like just let it all go um ah. yeah and i don't know why i'm getting deep into this i just think it's an interesting tidbit um because it happens with me a lot. Like this isn't this for sure isn't the last one. There was more recently, but like the movie Soul. Do you remember that Pixar? Yeah, that movie? was good. That was really good. Oh, dude. But here's the thing: is like the last like 10, 15 minutes or so, like tears. Like, and I'm not saying I was legit like like bawling miles at, but like I'm talking having to dab my eyes, like legit crying from uh from this movie, and that happens more often than not with these fucking films. I don't know how it happens, but, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the last one most recently has been. <laughs> yeah. Same. Because I was going to say for me, anime can usually get me there. Um, and I think that's just due in part to how invested I get into the characters. For example, I've watched the entire Naruto series all the way up to Boruto. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. current mm -hmm. and 
I have got emotional equal times. Uh, the first watch through of it as well as the second. And it's funny because I'm not even the type of person that likes rewatching things that I've seen. So I think for me, it's all about the characters. So of recent, um, it, it might still be an anime, but just one more that I watched more recently. Like I think, and and I, I, like I one they specific. can, yeah, they they can move me. I think chainsaw man has really got me deep really? in, invested into the characters um it is it's the balance of of the <laughs> the violence the <laughs> i was gonna say because it funny. sounds like a joke like i because i know about the show I've, i do know and i know that the character it's almost kind of tongue-in-cheek because it's so like ridiculous it's it's one of those because of how ridiculous the the characters are when they do these quick flashbacks into like their past sometimes you're just like oh shit <laughs> it really Fuck. <laughs> okay yeah or oh dude like i get i get pissed every time somebody gets betrayed like like fuck goofy and fuck donald <laughs> oh see yeah the kingdom hearts see i never really yeah, i never i never really got into it you know i'll be honest um I, well, you know what? Okay, because he didn't really get specific. He did just say emotional, right? He didn't really say like... Right, right. There's a lot of different emotions. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Cause, yeah, because, you know, like I was saying, like I, like movies can bring me to like that. Because even when I was saying like they'll bring me to tears, it can be a different kind of spectrum. Like some of them are legitimately sad. Some of them are like nostalgic. Like I know like Toy Story 3, the end of Toy Story 3. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. That uh, was That was a cheap shot. Yeah, which it almost made me mad they that they made a Toy Story four because it was such I, a I good feel like ending. They, and I'll say I like to- Toy Story four. I did too, but but they should have <laughs> killed them. Should have died. <laughs> Throw them in the fire. Give the people <laughs> what they want in ending. <laughs> but yeah, no, Hot like take. that. But that was a different. That was like a nostalgia. Like, oh man, look at how much time has passed. Like, I wasn't really sad. But it was still a tearjerker, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, but even, like, recently, like, I've been playing Death Stranding on uh, Steam again. And uh, do you know... How much do you know about that game? I'm trying to remember Death Stranding. It's the one with uh, Norman Reedus. No, is that his name? Norman Nor- Norman Reedus? Am I saying that right? Norman. The guy from Walking Dead. Uh, I don't think I played this, no. And... It's the one, yeah, that's his name. Uh, it's the one that was really hyped up as being Hideo Kojima's next big game, the guy who made uh, Metal Gear Solid and the PT. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, you know, game and stuff. Um, and obviously others. But when it came out, it just super underwhelmed because it ended up just being kind of a what some people would, are calling a package delivery simulator, which is really <gasps> hard oh, to argue with. that game. Now I remember the yeah, game. That's with, right. with the little baby that you have on your chest that you want. It's like a weird I don't fucking... remember the baby, but oh, I remember having weird to deliver game. things. That's the thing is it's so fucking head trippy. It's like... Because he always... Hideo Kojima is famous for creating these like worlds in his games, right? Where it's like... Even in Metal Gear Solid, like, even though it's a kind of straightforward military game from the outside, 
when you actually learn about the world of the game itself, it's like, what the fuck? There's these covert ops that are made of just like straight androids and there's a vampire and there's like a fa you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, there's such trippy shit in his worlds. Um, yeah, he spends a lot of time in the world building so that way it gives it much more of an atmosphere and character. Yeah, and the same thing happened in Death Stranding where like in this world there's these babies. I, I mean, I don't know how deep I'm going to get into the lore. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but just like <laughs> I, it's just crazy because uh, you walk around with this baby who has like a direct link with like the afterlife. And I think it's supposed to be like this idea of like, you know, death and life being a cycle so, like, a baby who's almost still technically supposed to be in the womb uh, is closer to the afterlife, you know, so they can, like, connect to these, like, ghosts kind of things. Um, oh. So you use them to detect these ghosts. But literally, it is a it is a package simulator game. Like, you're, you're basically <laughs> a delivery guy. Like, you start at one post, and they're like, we need you to take these boxes over here. And then you have to plot a route and grab, like, ladders but the the landscape is so fucking beautiful and the music is so goddamn amazing uh from the band low roar who actually just found out about a week or two ago the lead singer died um oh. uh, yeah and it sucks because it's one of those situations where i had only just recently learned about them like a year or so ago and i was like really dumbfounded by their talent and i was like really hoping to see him perform and stuff and just it's really sad to to know he passed um so condolences to their family and everything i know they have yeah. no idea who we are but uh yeah it's really sad but the music is so fucking good and like while that movie uh, the movie jesus legitimately while i'm walking through this world and you hear this music <laughs> uh you just feel like so it's very hard to describe because i don't even want to compare it to something like when you first got into like a Skyrim open world or Fallout or something, because it doesn't feel like that. It's very just like freeing. Like I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's it's an interesting game, um, but it's not like exciting. <laughs> Might have to check it out though. It sounds, it does sound interesting. Yeah, every once in a while, it's on sale for like five, ten dollars on Steam and stuff. So it's absolutely oh, yeah. worth to grab. Um, I don't know. Do you have a, Do you have another one? I think uh, one one last one for you. Uh, I mean, I I would answer this. It's 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 completely in my lane. Mm -hmm. But I think I think I'll let you feel this one. Okay. Uh, this is from Watchful Owl. Okay. What caused you to start creating dubstep? Oh oh yeah. Are you sure that one seems like it's for you? I I know I I know it was even directed you know to. But, all right, all right, no, no, I got it. I yeah, got it. go, go for it, go for all it, right. go for it. Uh, no, so when I was in middle school, I was in a hardcore band, and I actually had gotten kicked out. And I think I've told this story before on like different, uh, a different Scourge video on YouTube or something like that, multiple times. I don't know, but um, I got kicked out of that band, and then someone at a mall, at an Apple store, <laughs> showed me. A song by Borgor called Ice Cream Shop. And I think it's called Ice Cream Shop, right? Or just Ice Cream. It might just be called Just Ice Cream. Let me look that up real quick. No, it doesn't matter. Do a quick Google fact check of the podcast. Yeah, because we need this. Yeah, it's just called Ice Cream. But either way, it uh and it was so fucking weird because it was the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. And then the person was like, Yeah, just one dude made this. And it like blew my fucking mind. And I think it was just that kind of mix of 
the fascination of the music and then also uh, having just been kicked out of a band being like that you know that fucking well man, i can do it on my own that perfect storm of a combination it, it really was yeah <laughs> uh, i was like yeah like that yeah it's perfect uh let's fucking do it and i had heard other electronic music before like a uh, bass hunter and uh benny benassi you know things like that oh excuse me but i never considered it really like i know it sounds weird but i didn't consider it electronic music because I didn't know what that meant. I think I was too young. You know, like when I heard like it was all techno. Push, yeah, techno. Which even then that word, what does that what did that word mean? I didn't I just like yeah. computers. Like I yeah, I was too young to really know anything uh in that sense. But anyway. Uh all right. I think that I think that about wraps it up for the question section. Yeah, thank um, you for the the cues, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the A's. Absolutely, yes. Be sure to join the Discord uh, and or uh, leave a comment on the YouTube video, and let us know your questions for the next video, and we will absolutely try to answer them. Uh, oh, actually, there was technically one more question, but it leads into something I wanted to talk about anyway, which was the video game awards. Oh uh, yeah, which you said before oh, yeah. the podcast that you didn't know what that was. You didn't know what it, in general. You didn't know it existed. So uh, uh, right, yeah, I'm going to explain. So the, uh, the so video games are a thing <laughs> that we play uh, sometimes, uh-huh, and there's uh-huh. people who then vote on what the best video games are in people certain categories. Vote. People now, people are like you and me. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I, I, I just like the idea of having to explain deeper. deeper. Okay. And by you and me, I mean. I'm talking about the philosophical ideas of the very sense of self. Like, who are you and I? No. Uh, and then we're talking about stuff. We're talking about the Socratic thought of self. No, okay. Um, no, there's a few things. Okay. Did you watch the trailer I sent you for the Judas game? Yes, Dude, I I'm super oh, down. I'm oh. all about that. Because here's the thing, uh, your wife, which is which is weird to say. Congratulations again, your wife. It's uh, your wife. That's my wife. She uh, tweeted about Bioshock that they're making a fourth Bioshock, um, or fifth, I guess technically. I don't know. I don't know technically what you would consider. Could be fourth. It, but, yeah, fourth installment. Yeah, and it's being written by the creator of or the creator uh it's being written by the writer of far cry four and five and watchdogs legion or something uh, a, a kind of mainstream ubisoft writer uh mm, okay who has done okay. some good stuff you know those aren't terrible storylines far cry four was pretty good you know i like the villain and everything um but it's a little worrisome that's what's funny is that right when i learned about that literally the game awards was the same day and they announced this judas game which is from a different company but it's being spearheaded by the people who did the original Bioshocks. So this is almost like the real sequel to Bioshock. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like Bioshock 4 is going to yeah. kind of it's going to kind of suck and Judas is going to be like the real spiritual successor to it. Oh, I see whenever they decide to make another title Bioshock cuz I cuz man it looked a lot like Bioshock with like the hand plasmid. I mean, yeah, call it plasmid in it. But um, and there was an interesting comment in the title. It said, uh, 
rebuild what you broke and i was like oh does that refer to like rapture see i don't think see that's the thing is i don't think they're going to be able to connect it to bioshock at all i think it's going to be a completely separate thing because i i think it's a totally separate company you know what i mean it's kind of like how um sorry what obsidian uh how people from the original creators of fallout went on to make obsidian games like uh outer what or outer what the hell is that game called outer worlds outer world outer worlds outer worlds yeah yeah, yeah. uh make games like outer Worlds. so it's like they're kind of spiritual successors where outer worlds feels like a fallout game but obsidian isn't allowed to make fallout games anymore does that make sense i think that's kind of what's happening with the judas thing where this is a i could be i could be wrong i haven't looked too much into it but that's what i from my understanding is that like this is a company that used to make Bioshock games, can't legally make a Bioshock game anymore. So they're making kind of a similar game as like a fuck you. As like, yeah, we can still make a really good game even without right. having to do it, you know. And it does, dude, the second, because yeah, the second the hand showed up and it had that power, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I can feel it. This feels so like authentic. Right. If I had known the Game Awards was coming up in between our first and second episode, I probably would have been like, yo, we should try to watch it together or something. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I didn't know until the day of. I had completely forgotten. But dude, the level of cringe that these fucking... <laughs> like, just the, the long silences for the crowds. They cut to people who are just kind of like shaking their head. Like, there was one part... Oh, man. There's... Oh, man. There's one part where... I, I don't know what he was on and I don't, I don't, I'm not calling him out. I'm just saying he was on something, but Keegan, Michael key from uh, key and peel fame. Um, mm. he came out to do a presentation for super Mario. Uh, he, he was came out to like present a short scene and he went on this whole like tirade, which I think he thought it, it must've been a joke that Nintendo like made him do. Do you know what I mean? Because like, okay. Because he, he he came out and he was just like, now I know what some of you were thinking with this controversy about Toad. Is it a hat? I'll tell you what. No, it's a cap. And then he pauses, waiting for people to like laugh. And he's like, you know, like a mushroom cap, because it's like a cap. No, wait, hold on. I see the confusion. Because some people call a hat a cap. And like, dude, this it's fucking silent. Like, it is silent in the crowd. And it's cutting to people. Oh, jeez. And they're just like, cri- like, and I, I, he's, because he's saying it like it's a joke. Like, he has the punchline delivery. Like, the setup punchline delivery, right? Where it's like, now hold on. Oh, okay, I see what happened. Like, and you're supposed to laugh. But it was not, not it, was, it wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, that's weird yeah oh no yeah man it's it's really bad and then he's like okay anyway watch this fucking clip and then everyone fucking wow screams when chris pratt says something uh, it's it's really strange yeah, because no there's it's cool to see something like video games have such a very high quality award show it really has come a long way like the stage is super impressive they had al pacino come out oh my god uh, yeah which at one point he literally just goes, and I, 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 I cannot read the prompter. It's too far away. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, but even he he looked like he was having a good time. Like it it wasn't too bad. But here, biggest news, Elden Ring won, man. Elden Ring won game of the year. Uh Nice. That's a good thing, right? Yes, it is a good thing. It's a great thing. Uh now here's I can't I don't want to speak too much cuz I know some people were really hyped on God of War winning. Pokémon Pokémon did deserve it. I Pokémon wasn't even uh, I, I think it may have come out too late, or th- I don't even know if they put themselves into the running or something. I don't know what happened. They didn't want to make everybody feel bad. Yeah, that's probably what it was. No, I think that one may have come out for the 2023 cycle. I don't. I don't. I think it came out too late, uh, or they didn't submit it. I have no idea. But uh, the funniest part, though, is that Ragnarok. It's one of those things where when you look at the the list of what won in different categories. It's like Ragnarok won best graphic design. Uh, it won best narrative. It won best like UI intuitiveness or some shit like that. I forget. It, it won all these things. And then Elden Ring wins best game in the year. <laughs> and it's like, uh, <laughs> you can have the best in everything, but it doesn't make you the best. Yeah. The sum of its parts is not the equal of the whole or whatever the fucking no. quote is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> apparently that's true. Because yeah, it it didn't it didn't bring it home, but uh, that's good. <gasps> oh oh, I, I I'm glad I made this note, Mitchell. This is almost specifically for me and you, but it's it's it, maybe it'll excite a few people. Who knows? There's a new game coming out called Party Animals, from the makers of Gang Beasts. Ooh. Yes, and it's basically exactly what you think it is. It's like a fully updated next gen Gang Beasts, like battle royale like <laughs> but there's a bunch of different game types now so it's oh, not okay. just fighting each other yeah it looks it looks like a lot of fun um i thought uh, me and you would enjoy a lot of that uh yeah there weren't there weren't too many other game announcements that i was super excited about uh no elder scrolls six confirmations no there was i mean five- they kind of already announced that they were working on it just yeah <sighs> Like, so yeah, oh they did announce death stranding 2 uh so that's pretty exciting so now i definitely need to finish death stranding 1 because <laughs> there's a yep in s- a three hour cutscene. yeah exactly there's a solidified reason to do it uh there's a game called crime boss rock k city coming out that uh <laughs> it looks it's basically just exactly like grand theft auto uh but it looks kind of fun uh, there's a new Star Wars game coming out, a sequel to that last one, the uh, Jedi Awakens. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Fallen Order. That's what it's called. More like Out of Order. I'm so confused with all these. <laughs> I know, man. Just put numbers on them. God damn it. Look, Diablo Four. Perfect. That's the fourth one. There's Thank Diablo you, Diablo. Fourth. Thank you, Diablo. Uh, all right, so we've already been recording for an hour, so we're uh, so we're gonna go into the final portion of this, which is our what what do we call this the the movie the movie review time movie recap the the, the fun cinema movie review. review club weekly Fil- film theory the sick the sick time red letter media game grumps <laughs> uh, um, game grumps nailed it no. Uh, the name is in workshop, but basically this is the segment where each week one of us 
recommends a movie to the other person that they had never seen, and then they come back and we talk about it for a little bit. And last week, it was Mitchell's turn for the first ever episode, and he suggested Evita. Uh, I kind of suggested it. I I kind of nudged you to suggest it. I I think now that I remember, because I because I didn't. Know. I was going to say that, that's an interesting way to phrase it. No, I'm just no. Yeah, because now that I do remember it, I think I said like, wasn't there a musical you like or something? And then you were like, oh, Avita, yeah, that one. And I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't realize. I thought we were going to talk more about movies or something. <laughs> and you were like, nope, that one. So I think it was technically my fault. Avita is a musical uh, from 1999 starring Madonna and who is that? Antonio Banderas. Uh, It's based on a stage play and a Broadway musical of the same name, Avita, and a book. Uh, Similar. So it's got like Les Miserables vibes. Uh, It's very similar in tone. I even said to... The Latin version. Yeah, I even said to Audrey, I even said to my girlfriend, it's basically like the same premise it's like if you took Les Miserables but then made it in Argentina and that's the funniest thing going into this for me is I had no fucking clue I thought this this was like (laughs) a west side story no dude I thought I had I thought this was just about like a woman who was like living like in LA or or like (laughs) New Mexico and she was gonna like try to be an actress and Antonio Banderas was like, oh, you'll never be nothing. Like, dude, I, I, I had no fucking clue. I didn't know. All, the only thing I knew about this movie was the song, What Happens Now. That's it. It's literally it. And it's a very vague song, you know. Um, okay. So this movie sucks. Oh no! Okay, it doesn't. Suck. Let me let me ask it you. It doesn't this. suck. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Uh, I'm I'm being. Hard. Do you know this is based on a true story? It genuinely does not suck. It uh, yes, yes. And here's here's the thing. Okay. If I understood the context, I think that this would be much better. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm being I'm playing devil's advocate here. If I, <laughs> that's not the right term, but I, that's what I'm going with. Because I have no clue about the history of Juan Domingo Perón. I don't know anything about this man. Okay, I don't know about the, I don't know about the di- the dictatorship. I don't know about Eva Perón. I don't know about any of this. Okay, so going into this, like I said, I have no fucking clue what it was about. So it's like I I told Audrey I was like, imagine watching Les Mis without ever hearing of French people. You, like. <laughs> <laughs> like I, that's a bit of an exaggeration but i was like you would be so convinced because there's clear context that i'm supposed to understand i'm already supposed to know the struggle between the the the, the public of argentina or argentina the the public of argentina and their uh politics their leaders you know but i don't know that history you know what i mean so at any given point in the movie, I had trouble understanding who was against who and who was supporting who. And, 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 and yeah, whose side is who fucking on? And Antonio Banderas, whose fucking character did he play? So was he just kind of an overarching character that followed 
Eva. He represents the people and how they felt towards her at that time. Okay, I yes. believe. And and he clearly played multiple people throughout the the movie. And and I'm assuming that's a play right, on yeah. what happens in the Broadway musical. I'm sure they have right, one yeah, actor. Right, kind of like as as the narrator yeah. um through the people um uh, yeah. He was great. Oh, like I have some notes here. Like okay, so I I said it's a little confusing at first. The beginning was a confusion because they have a few flashbacks um that kind of don't put they don't date themselves so you just you're at a couple different funerals and you're just like wait you're you're like i know it's a flashback but when the hell did this happen no not even that i didn't even know it was a flashback until someone said eva i was like oh (laughs) that's a younger eva you know what i mean because i don't think there was a clear indication that 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 this was a flashback to a different funeral black and white (laughs) dude what how am i supposed to know like i yes do something make it a little fuzzy or something i don't fucking know um I also put Luigi killing it at the guitar. And I think that's the dude that sings <laughs> the thousand stars. Right. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. No, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Uh, cheesy as fuck. And I love it. How it's played up later where he plays it again. And she's like, your act hasn't changed much. I, 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 I would love to be able to learn that. Cause it's such a, it, it's fun. It's dude, whimsical. we should sample that for one of your songs. Ooh. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, anyway, so yeah, before I go too deep into what, into my experience, like I already have, uh, what 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 is your history and memory with this movie and your your feelings about it? The movie overall. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, you can get into specifics if you remember specifics, but uh, yeah, just overall. Uh, so I I have a strong memory of it being the story of someone who was absolutely rejected by the people around her who knew what she wanted out of life. It's not going to let anything stop her to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and then apparently my memory got a little bit fuzzy with maybe the way she went about doing it. Ah, Uh, uh, Because my mom, my mom had brought to my attention recently (laughs) that, you know, she, she kind of wasn't on the best side of things. Uh, okay. 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 All right. This is starting to make like, sense. Huh. Okay. This is starting to make a little more sense now. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So, because I think I got really into like the the story of someone who had nothing and was go- would be willing to do whatever it took to create the life that they wanted, and and maybe it was kind of disassociating that from the fact that these are really things that she did to people and. And people's lives got absolutely uh, changed for better or worse uh, because of it. And uh, yeah, it kind of changes the context a little bit. Yeah, it's it it's such an interesting movie. Like, I feel like I don't know if maybe purposely it's been swept under the rug by Hollywood or something because it's just so it, it feels like it doesn't have any moral rule to it does that make sense like that it's like a history lesson that they're just like we're going a hundred billion percent on the production value for this but even for the history lesson part like i don't even because i'm sure it's not a hundred percent accurate because it's 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 dramatized it's a musical you know written it's a play that somebody wrote about a it's like les mis you know kind of i mean obviously not exactly like Les Mis because I think Les Mis uses fictional characters while this one is about a real person but you know what I mean where 
it's still fictionalized to create more drama in certain parts, you know, and hype up things. Um, but even then, uh, it didn't feel like it had any kind of like more, like nobody stepped in and said like, Oh, this is wrong. What you're doing is this is right. Cause even what, like, what message does this, but even cause like, it, cause even near the beginning of the movie, like for example uh she is introduced through antonio banderas singing and he says up until she was 15 she had terrible luck and all this stuff uh until she met luigi and starts sleeping with him and then it's very made very clear that luigi is not 15 (laughs) by any means uh and then but that is never because here's the thing: is that it, it's not like the movie has to look at you and say underage sex and, and condole, condole, you know, make sure that you consent. Is, it, it doesn't have to do that. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to point directly at the person and say that. But my thing is, it's never even brought up, and I guess it's just a different time. Is that supposed to be the the thing? I guess uh, true because this was I think World War One is like the time area of the time area of this movie 1923 yeah. 26 I think it said something like that um yeah so I get that it's a different time but it just felt it felt so weird that that wasn't nobody was like oh he's such a creep for you like they were almost kind of like ooh, look at him like he's really coming on to you this is so oh this is really romantic like and I was like this is fucking weird like, is this supposed to be it's weird? I, I guess it's just viewing it through this lens of 2022, you know? Uh, but, right. But I couldn't help but feel weird. But it's like your mom said that, like, I think that maybe throughout time this will be viewed differently because she does make her way up through the ranks. Like you were saying, like, she starts off as nothing. She uses it, like, I guess we'll kind of go through the plot a little bit as we're talking about it for people who haven't seen it. She convinces luigi to take her to buenos aires um you know to be the next big thing you know she wants to be an actress a singer you know the next it girl um and she has her big number you know stand back buenos aires or whatever and that's (laughs) the next point i'm gonna make half of these songs are fucking bops and half of these songs like really fucking blow like some of them are like really bad, but the thing is, I don't necessarily. It's my personal opinion thing where I don't like those very like theatrical like, and you don't have to do that, Jen. You don't not just the phone. Stop that now. You're like I like where they just become oh, sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even like singing anymore. They're but not it's even. It's like you're just singing sentences more of instead of doing it like a song. Yes, uh, like there's even that whole. Uh, there's a whole fucking song that kind of plays throughout the entire movie not throughout the entire but comes back every once in a while where it's like a there is no man or woman who will ever come in closer you know and it's like supposed to be saying how like you know she'll never be tied down by any person she doesn't believe in love it's basically there but it is the clunkiest fucking lyrics i've ever heard in my like i i like it, it like like i just said i tried to sing it right now and i can't for the life of me fucking remember at all what it is but i get the i remember the idea you know like i get like i get i remember the idea um 
yeah it's i guess this is just coming from a musical perspective from like that like it, i can see how watching it as a stage play you wouldn't have any issues but translated into a movie it was strange especially when there's such awesome like 70s rock kind of guitar and like 80s oh rock yeah hits, you know dude the numbers about? in that were like some of them are fire i liked rainbow oh. tour a lot yes yeah rainbow tour near the end that one that one actually surprised me because that's when the movie started slowing down a little bit for me where i was like all right can we can we can we start moving because it's a two hour two hour and 15 minute movie yeah it's, it's a little that. bit it's a little bit lengthy i wasn't expecting that going into it uh so it started to lose me a little bit but that was a good song uh antonio banderas does save a lot of it he's not he, i wrote he down does he i did write down in my notes <laughs> I wrote though, down. he's not a good he he can't sing act um where like how do i put it like he's a really good actor and he's a good singer but you never it never looks like he's singing when he in i see you know what i'm saying like in the movie yeah it it always looks like he's dubbed over. Like, obviously he is. It, most musicals are. Like, you know, you record it in a booth and then you dub it over in a thing. But, but it's even just in a little movies bit like, more obvious than, than it yeah. typically would. Because even in movies like fucking, even like High School Musical, like Zac Efron looks more natural doing like singing parts. Like something about Shots Antonio Banderas, longer. I was like, dude, I was like, and there are a few parts. It's, it looks genuinely fine. But near the beginning, especially like the introduction, I was like, ooh, I, I do, it doesn't feel like he's doing this, but it wasn't a big deal. You get used to it. You know what I mean? It, it, it didn't like, doesn't ruin the movie or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's move down my little list here. Oh yeah. I had a, yeah. Sorry. I do have... <laughs> Some of these are so fucking haphazard. Uh, there was a part where Luigi was like warning her about moving to Buenos Aires and starting her, you know, new life and everything. And I just wrote down, he's warning her because he's like a 40 year old <laughs> fucking creep who's like manipulating a 15 year old. And he's like, now be careful now. There's some real weirdos out he, there. He was the danger. Yeah. Uh, and. And that was the weird part. So there's this whole thing about them going to Buenos Aires and then they just quietly walk back to his house and then he has a wife. And then he's just like, okay, bye. And <laughs> like, that's where that ends. Like, it was just like, oh. Like, the, it, it was just a yeah, weird- Yeah, like, what was, what was his thought process through that was, I should probably tell her. Yeah, like, cause no. it wasn't- I'll figure it out. Because even if that was his thing where it's like, oh, obviously he's not going to tell her until he gets there. You would think there would be confrontation. Like, oh my God, what? And the wife like fights with her. And it's like, maybe that's even a dance number and a song number. That makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like it can be a conflict thing. But instead it was just like, yep, I'm married. uh, So goodbye. And then they shut the door and then she's on the steps. But that's the thing is that's what leads into the one of the best songs in the movie. Is what happens oh, now? Yeah, suitcase in another hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inc- it's great. Yeah, no, it's and th- and this is when the movie did start to confuse me a little bit more with Antonio Banderas' character because he kept showing up and I was like, wait, why is he in Buenos Aires? He was just <laughs> wait, what? Why did he come out here? <laughs> yeah, I was like, did he follow her? This guy's creepy. Um, and then speaking of creep, that song ends with the creepy photography dude, which again, in this movie, it's so fucking. 
this movie's a mind trip a little bit. Like, even as I'm thinking about it now, I'm, I'm a little tripped out. Because it kept, like, con- like flipping the script for me. Because there was this weird, like, photographer guy who was just like, You don't have to ask anymore about where you're going, because I'm going to show you. <laughs> Come back to my fucking apartment, and I'll take pictures of you, and you'll never have to ask again. <laughs> um, it's perfect at representation. And and then she ends up using him. Like what? I don't know how it I happened. Mean, she's good. She's good. No, she's she's good. good. Like I literally wrote down. <laughs> I literally wrote down. Creep is creepy in all capitals. But then I wrote. But at least he's a real photographer, I guess. Wait, this song sucks. <laughs> Wait, this song sucks. <laughs> and half of these songs are kind of terrible. And then this is where I stopped kind of taking notes. But I do remember more of the movie oh yeah because then they're because okay so then she meets perone right and that's the big thing you know uh yep uh, you know that's that's where all of this is leading up to is that she becomes kind of the literal figurehead for his political tyranny i guess dictatorship you know yep um so without her she would not you know i'm sorry without her he would not have become as successful as he was because she was such a voice for the people and kind of like, but that's what was so confusing is because they fucking hated her for like, 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 but then they didn't, but then they didn't. And then they did. And then they hated Perone, but then they didn't. And I was just like, what is happening? And if I understood the history of with it more, and I, I would probably understand it. And if I watched it again, you know what I mean? It, it would might make more sense. Oh, right. With the context. Yes. But there was just so much that I was like, because I think it was just, I think the movie was just trying to set up that the elite didn't like Eva. Um, but the way that the musicals were kind of set up was making me think that the public didn't like Eva too. But I think the public did like Eva. It was just the elite who didn't. So they were trying to get her out of Perone's life. Is that correct? Am I kind of correct? In, do you, do you so know? What, what happened was the elite were always against her just because where she came from. The public initially loved her and fell more in love with her as she did things for them. But over time, um, I'm trying to remember the one where Antonio Benedetis is like reaching through the gate and singing kind of like, you know, things haven't changed for us, but you seem to be doing well. And it's kind of like a you're not keeping all your promises and i think her response is kind of just like uh you know i'm doing what i need to do you just don't understand um but it really Mm -hmm. she's kind of taken a more selfish route at that point okay yeah that does make sense okay so the general consensus of the public at first was positive It, it shifts yeah but it but it shifts okay yeah that okay so i was i was kind of a I was a little confused at first because there was like a musical number about them not liking Eva, but I didn't realize it was mostly just the elite singing it. Like it, it kind of took me a minute. I thought it was just everyone. I was just like, oh, everyone doesn't like Eva. Like, oh oh yeah. No, like especially uh, when it's like the, the like the, the very pompous sounding. Yes, it's supposed yes. to be like the fancy fancies. Yes, which it did seem the like they did. I, I, I do appreciate that they had that separation of like each class almost had a different style of music. Like, like singing style representation, yeah. Yeah, and not even just singing, but like the lower class was more like 70s, 80s rock. 
you know, um, the middle oh, yeah, class yeah. was just kind of like contemporary music and the upper class was very operatic or operatic, excuse me, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like mm-hmm. they had clear, which I appreciate. I think it was just a weird disposition sometimes to cut back and forth to, you know, um, right. but it was still good. It, it like none of the music, none of the mu- even though I wrote in my notes, like this song sucks. I, none of the music actively made me feel like, oh, like, oh, God, I couldn't listen. I think just for standards that I, I've, 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 I have now with like from <laughs> musicals I've heard where I'm just like, oh, that could have been worded better. That was kind of clunky. Like, it, it, I think a lot of older musicals felt the need to convey ideas over the musicality. You know what I mean? Like they were like, well, yeah. I'm just going to say something like I'm going to say a complete fucking paragraph of an idea and i'm not gonna make it rhyme because it doesn't because it doesn't rhyme and and that's fine <laughs> and it's like okay well, it's it's, it's fine. like okay it's fine but the, yeah that happened like multiple times in this movie where there was songs that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because of that um but yeah anyway so yeah after that that's where the movie like i said i stopped taking notes because other than the rainbow tour there wasn't much i mean there's obviously the oh of course the song that i didn't know was from this but i had heard multiple times throughout history uh, uh don't cry for me argentina yep yeah yep. N- had no, had no clue no clue that that was from this movie uh so that was a nice little twist i was just like oh it's like how about that i know this song you're that's like, like oh when my I, gosh, that makes so much sense now. Yeah, yeah. That's like when I found out. Uh, I I didn't know that uh, memories was from Cats, the one that's like memories all alone in the moonlight. That's from Cats, but I only knew that from School of Rock, where Miranda Cosgrove sings it. So I didn't fucking know what it was from. So uh, yeah, you know, I don't we think all know things. Song. Yeah, you shouldn't. Cats is terrible. You should. And by the way, my recommendation for this week is Cats. No. Uh, oh, no. I was no, about it's to not. like, I'm fuck sorry. you. Um, oh, no, I did have something. I have one more thing in my notes. Uh, I don't know who the hell oh, is yeah. still listening to this. I, I imagine there's one really passionate Avita fan who's who's loving this, you know. Um, but there was, yeah, so she... she so she climbs her way up the social ladder, you know, and there's that whole song about her literally using people. And I think that's what your mom was referencing before, where she was like, yeah, yep. she just kind of like, I mean, this, one of the songs literally calls her a slut and a bitch. And I couldn't, I was very surprised by that. Bitch. That's right. It's really yeah. harsh. And I like that. I was like, Ugh. yeah, I was like, oh my God. I don't know how the movie wants you to feel about Eva. And I think that's the point. I don't know. Right. They're not going to lean into any one way too much because she's just a human who did yeah. what she did. And yeah. Yeah. It's a very strange kind of view. I mean, I I was feeling vibes of the new Elvis movie. I don't know if you've seen that one yet. Um, Which one? Elvis. There's a new Elvis movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's like a it's like a biopic, um, but it's like oh. 
No, it's re- it's really good. It's it's in this kind of style, you know, like musical thing, using all of his music, uh, and it does kind of frame it in a way, especially his uh, producer or manager, where it's just like, were they good people? You know, like, uh, did he take advantage of Elvis, and like, did Elvis take advantage of? you know, black music and culture and things like, you know, it kind of asks those questions. Um, right. So, but it doesn't blatantly make them out to be bad people. It just kind of goes like, Hey, these are things that they did, you know, did, were they doing it on purpose? Were they doing, you know, it, you know, it's, and that's kind of how this felt. Um, it, it, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't Do you have anything else more you want to say about it? Uh, what would you give it, uh, out of 10? What would you rate it? Well, give me your rating. I want to hear your rating first. And then I'll give you. I would say. I would I would want to say eight out of ten just for it being something that I've always enjoyed. Um, Historical context might change that maybe down to a six, Uh, but (laughs) I overall enjoyed it. And honestly, I'm just a huge fan of Antonio Banderas, so that that made a huge part of the movie for me. Oh man, when he first started his song in the in the bar, all I could hear was Puss in Boots and I had to control myself. I had to like <laughs> like 2022 me had to be like, "No, nope, just take yourself back. Pretend he's not Puss in Boots anymore. Everything's fine." Uh, serious? Uh okay, you give it an 8 out of 10. I give it a C minus. Uh not No, it no, that's a little too harsh. C. A flat C. C minus okay. is not too harsh. Minus, I wouldn't give it a minus. Um, I would probably watch it again under the right context, but I'm not rushing to see it again because it's slogged on a little bit. I feel like they could have cut out some things. There was very long dance scenes that didn't really do much. And I think just for the time, like right. musical movies were new. You know, like not new, but like there weren't, I know, like, musical movies have always been around. That's kind of a thing. But, like, to move... I think taking a Broadway musical to a movie like this to make it feel like a feature film was kind of a newer thing. So I think it was... For that, I can give it more credit. Like, it did do really well. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, I I give it a C. I give it a C. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what what is the recommendation for me for this week? Gremlins. It's the 1984 classic. Have you seen it? If I did, it's when I was like a little kid and I don't remember it. I know the premise and what happens, uh, but I don't, I could. Hey guys, Scourge here. So it seems that in the last few minutes of our podcast, we had an audio technical error, which caused a few minutes of our podcast to go missing, which is totally fine. We're not upset at all. We're still new. We're still figuring this thing out. So we appreciate you hanging around. Next week, we're going to talk about Gremlins. We're going to talk about Christmas. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>